0: Kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Vasselli.
1: Chris, what's up, man? Not much. Uh, my, I'm glad that we're qu- recording this because it, it's peeled me away from the television screen for the past 16 hours, um, watching this whole thing go on with <laughs> you know the the Supreme Court and all that stuff. Yes. And the worst thing about it is, um, the our computers at work were down, so I literally had nothing to do. So I. Oh. I I you, had a you literally sat there and watched run. it. Yeah, I had a group to run. And then when I got when I finished with that, I tried to log on. Nothing was working. And I'm like, yeah, it's a company wide problem. And oh, so man. I literally just sat there and watched pretty much all of this stuff. So like <laughs> it was just like must watch TV, but uh once I got home even when I came home, I was messaging you, I'm making dinner. With with it on my phone propped up and I'm going – I'm like split screening the recipe that I'm trying to make and these hearings. It's just like – it sucked me in and I'm – I'd rather talk about comic books right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As geeky as possible because – Definitely.
0: And that's what we're going to do. So we're, we're yeah. glad everybody could join us. Everybody, thank you here as always for tuning in and making us a part of your week. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at The Enthused Life. And uh, also, you can find us on Podbean, iTunes, your podcast service of choice. You can find the show over there. And check out our uh, comic book news and reviews website, comicpanel.com. You can go over there. You can find the show, as well as a bunch of other just uh, random articles about comics, stuff like that. Go check it out over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, we got some good yeah. stuff on tap this week. We're going to be talking about the Star Wars Resistance trailer. We got the Dark Phoenix trailer. We have some, co- some books we've been getting to. I'm going to talk about a new vehicle that I bought which is bananas <laughs> but dude it's the greatest thing ever
1: um wow. but what do you got we're gonna and when you hear when you hear what the vehicle is and the fact that you're saying it's the greatest thing ever dude uh, people are gonna start questioning your man no. but no. we'll get to that
0: oh dude it's amaze, it's balls. okay but uh we'll start as always man what do you got for us this week
1: uh two netflix shows do you want the season two show or the original first season show let's first? do the first
0: season show because that's the one that intrigues me the most
1: yeah, that, it's uh, maniac, and there was this nice. has got a lot of publicity. Um, uh, one of those shows that it's been the talk of a lot of circles for a while is finally out. It's the one with Jonah Hill and Emma Stone, and um, it's this very very bizarre setting. And you haven't seen any of it yet, have you? Mm. Okay, I'm. I've only watched uh, the first two episodes. So. I know the
0: setup, though, right? They're are they testing a drug? Isn't that what it is?
1: Well, the company that, like, yeah, like they're they're both. Like, the first episode is is like follows Jonah Hill. The second episode follows uh, Emma Stone, and it's not to say that either one of them is not in the other episode, mm-hmm. but the, the the main part of the first episode is Jonah Hill. So it's all like his backstory, and they're pretty much like polar opposite people where she's very, like, uh, uppity. She's animated. She's that type of person, but she's a drug addict. He is a total, like, down-on-his-luck guy, like, comes from a rich family but wants none of their help. Just got laid off from his job, and his father, he goes to his father's house, and he's like, you know, I can help you out. You're living in this uh, expensive um, apartment. And the setting is great because it's, like, futuristic, but... um, all of the technology is like Apple IIe stuff. Literally. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like the, like the, the computers are working on is like the green screen computers. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's in the future. And, um, so the setting is just a really, really cool world that they kind of like created. And yeah, so like, uh, but for both of them, there's this, this like company that does all these trials and they do a ton of different trials and you can sign up to be in them and and you don't, it's the the language that they use is you don't know what the hell they're trying, but it's almost like like a pill, more or less. Mm-hmm. Um and throughout these first two episodes you see how they get to this company to get in line to be a test subject. And that's where I'm at right now. And like uh you know, right before they go. Oh, remember remember the movie um The Cell. I think it was The Cell with uh What's her name? Is Jennifer Lopez? Or Jennifer Lopez. Yes. Yep. And they're in that room. They put that like mask over their face, and they're mm-hmm. going to, like some dream world. It's kind of like that, and uh, but something goes wrong. Of and course. Exactly. Yeah. Why would it? You know, <laughs> nothing's going to go right. It wouldn't be a show. So that's exactly where I am right now. So I don't have like a lot of detail on what goes on, but it's just, it's just one of those like like Stanley Kubrick style shows. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? Just very bizarre. Um, very odd world that they created. And the guy who did this, I can't remember what he did. I could look it up, but um, it makes sense. Like the, the old stuff that I looked up that he did. I'm like, okay. Uh, oh, he did the thing on um, HBO where everybody like dies. The leftover, le- leftovers. Leftovers? Leftovers, yeah. yeah. Well, he, well he did then that. Act,
0: you're talking about the actor, right?
1: That, that, no. Because I thought, I thought he thought actually, I who's,
0: who's the guy that's the, the doctor? That guy is the main character from The Leftovers. He dated yes. uh, Jennifer Aniston for a while. I just know that because my wife is uh, like, oh, this that's guy the one that, Jennifer
1: Anderson's boyfriend. For who his name is. Jennifer or no. What? The one that married the one that I think married maybe he Jennifer did get married,
0: Anderson? yeah. Maybe they did get married. Are they still I married? I
1: haven't seen him in this yet. I've heard that it could and he very well could I'm be. I'm pretty sure it's him, yeah. But I heard like the guy that like created that show created this one too. Okay. Could be wrong on that. I don't know hundred percent, but I just I, there's a connection between these two shows okay. for whatever reason. Hmm. But um So far good? Yeah. It, yeah, I mean it's holding my interest and I'm just really curious to see where it's going and um but I like shows like this. I like these yep. like bizarre shows where uh it, and, and because of like I said, like the setting that they created, it's not a show where you can like I feel like where you can really guess what's gonna happen. It's not like, because we don't live in this world. Like yeah, cause what,
0: what's the, the, from the trailers and that, like at one point you see Emma Stone as like an elf. I mean, you haven't gotten to this point, but you no. see her like in a fantasy land kind of. Right. Then you see yeah, one yeah. point they're a married couple in the 80s. Like yeah. they, It seems like each episode, as it starts going, they're going to be either transported, either mentally yeah. or something, just to these different locations. And that to me is what drew or is drawing me to it. Just right now we're almost done with Castle Rock. Okay. We've got one episode left. Okay. So we had the whole alternate, I don't know what yeah. you want to call it, thing going on. That was uh, the other Henry Deaver. I'll put it that way. Okay. Odd. Um, so we're finishing that up. Still got to finish up, uh, where is it, Jack, uh, uh, friggin' Tom Clancy show. I can't think of it. Yeah. One. Jack Reacher, Ryan.
1: Ryan. And uh, you know,
0: I saw some people talking about Manifest. Have you seen that? That's oh, that I show. Saw the
1: show that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's, you know what to me, yeah. I want to start watching it, but that's a show that I know is not gonna go past this season. <laughs> you know, like there's always those shows every year that are I like, guess. oh my god, that show looks so great. But you know it's gonna yeah. be canceled, it's gonna go for yeah. like you know, ten episodes and then done.
1: Yeah, and and like these these <laughs> they do it lost every time type of shows. <laughs> exactly. And and you get so invested, you think it's gonna be like the next lost, and then it's canceled. And I remember the show called The Nine. I don't know if you ever remember the show or not. It was mm. shortly after Lost and I think AB it was on ABC, which Lost was on ABC. I think they're trying to cash in on like this whole Lost type of like mystery type of show yeah. and get people invested from the beginning and it was awesome. R- about a bank heist in the beginning and at the end of it these nine people came out like connected somehow and you don't know why and the and like this whole Throughout the first like few episodes, like they meet up at a bar and they, they just throw out those like lines that just, you know, like you're not going to get anything, but they still say them anyway. And yeah. you know what I mean? Just like, man, can you believe that, that we really, that, that, that happened in there. And you're like, what happened? <laughs> what I got to no, know what exactly. happened. exactly. <laughs> so, and then that show got canceled. Yep. and nobody has ever known. Like You the know what show we just I,
0: I can't remember. It might have even been this past winter, and I don't know if we talked about this on the show, or it might have even been last fall. It had Steve Zahn in it, who was the guy from... he You know who he is? He was from um, oh, yeah. uh, That Thing You Do. He was in that. He was a dad in Diary oh, yeah, Warby, yeah, yeah. of Wimpy Kidding Me. The guy's yeah. a goofball. I love that guy. Well, he so was awesome. playing a serious sheriff, which was kind of weird seeing him, and all these people washed up on shore. I think he was in Washington State. And they all washed up on shore uh, from, like, from the beach. And come to find out they're all like survivors of World War III. Hmm. And they're all like Americans. But it's like World War III from the future. And it was like, man, the mystery of this. <laughs> Canned. Done. Done. So it's well, like, ah, really. oh, man. We watched like the first two or three episodes. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to bother. Why,
1: why I know. Bother? That's Isn't how I that feel so about funny, Manifest. Like, subconsciously, I think I was thinking that about that Manifest show. I was like, wow, well, that seems really interesting. But... Uh, number one, I'm probably not going to keep up with it. Number two, it's going to get canceled. Yep, yeah. So why bother?
0: Why even bother? Why would you not? What else no, you got? You got no. another show, right?
1: So, um, I was big on American Vandal, season one. Talked about that show yep. a couple times on this show, including like the end of the year in review, and it was like one of my favorite shows last year. Season two has come out, and all I've seen
0: is a poop emoji
1: for that. <laughs> Which is now my Netflix account icon because you, you can make change. it. Can you really? You you yeah. They've updated those. It's that's not just the awesome. smiley faces anymore. Like you can update. There's all different show like the, all like the Netflix original shows. Yeah. All the characters you can make your oh, Netflix like. Oh, can, yeah. can you do Voltron? Yes. Yes. Yes, you can. I gotta you do can. that. Yep. I, I gotta do that now. So, Tell my
0: kids and they'll all freak out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, <clears throat> So season two came out, and it's a whole new story at a whole new school. And the same kids are are investigating it. And what this one is, is it's a very like prestigious like prep school. And um somebody spikes the lemonade at uh at, at lunch with just a ton, shit ton of like laxative. And <laughs> everybody in school that had lemonade shits their pants so much so where it's like, you know, the bathrooms only hold so many people. Yeah. So people are just shitting themselves in the hallway. Oh, <laughs> and, just, and the funny thing about it is like, uh, there's, there's an Instagram page and that's why the, the shit emojis out. Uh, and what is it? Poop something. I can't remember what it is. Um, yeah, let me look it up real quick. Cause it's, it's kind of funny, but, um, Right, Looking it up. Yeah. Hang on. American Vandal. <laughs> this What's is great home? for the podcast audience. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's driving me crazy. I can't think of it. The poop something. I don't know what they call them. What
0: are they showing? Like pictures from the school and all that? On that? Or?
1: like Because like everybody has smartphones now. So they're just showing you know people just. <laughs> projectile shitting like in the halls (laughs) like this one girl's like walking down the hall and because this is a prep school they're wearing like the girls are wearing like skirts skirts so like this one girl's just like walking down the hall and just totally slips and just like falls and and those (laughs) videos are on the instagram page that's funny like so um but like by the end of it like i didn't laugh as much as the first one and i'm thinking to myself like and all i all i watched was the first episode just to see what it was about and um the first it's one of those things where I, I say, like, did they need to do a second season? And I say that about a lot of shows now because I feel like people have like a, a and Castle Rock is another one. Like the first season, Castle Rock started off excellent. We talked about it last week. We're going to do it again. Yeah. But I don't know what the plan is when they create these shows. I don't know if the plan is like we just have to make this one season and then hopefully we have a second season and then we'll deal with it then. And I kind of feel like American Vandal, like season one was like perfect, man. It was, it was. Nobody had done that yet. It was a spoof on like these investigative reporting docudramas. Nobody had done that, and it was a a great setup. It was hilarious. It was, it was campy. It was the the whole setup was just so stupid. It was funny. And this one, I feel like, are they just like pushing, pushing too hard to make this funny? I've talked to a couple people. They're like, they get. You know, as they get deeper into the investigation, it does get funny. But I, j- I'm, I just feel like they can't match what they created in the first season. So hmm. is it necessary to do it or should you do it just to p- appease like or or please like the masses or whatever? I don't know. I'm not here to really answer that question. I just I'm not running back to go watch it. Not because it was bad. Right. Just because I know it's not going to make me laugh. Dude, like you know, more-
0: what you think about it. You almost wonder, like, what? When it comes to it, because it's a Netflix show, right? Like yeah. when it comes to a Netflix show, how are they obviously can track how many people tune yeah. into shows, but how like it, it's different where when when it's a show is on network or hell even cable and they look at the viewership, the viewership correlates to we can sell ads. To that audience so if American Vandal first season had a huge audience on a, on a network or cable station they could say hey let's do a season two because we can sell ads All Netflix can look at is subscriptions and is what like to them like doesn't American Vandal season 2 continue to sell a Netflix subscription? My guess probably not so like no. so why make the season two you know that, that's what I'm trying to get to is like how are they determining what what is a season two now a thing like stranger stranger things? Mm-hmm. Probably sold some Netflix subscriptions because that right. was a great word of mouth show. And you right, know, you right. had all the other shows that are on there, but Stranger Things was something that people gravitated to, right? But then again, did we need the second season? Maybe they said, Hey, we do. We, we, and maybe now that they've done the second, they see a big spike in people either sticking with them or subscribing again or, or whatever. But you know, like that, I've never thought of that. That's the difference now for Netflix. Like, how are they gauging?
1: Are they Tracking what,
0: tracking and then I, well, why make another season for something that might not really for, get you more subscriptions?
1: Yeah, well, something like Stranger Things that that's just become like a social like a, a cultural phenomenon. Right. That yeah, they're going to come out with a with a second season, and I and I get, and they're going to come out with a third one, and probably a fourth one for like that's the show that has caught on, and it's a mystery show, and they can and they can build off of that. And another one that like that that I that I enjoyed was the uh, Kimmy Schmidt show that was yeah on,
0: you know we never watched that i hear that, it's
1: pretty that good. was a hilarious show but it was it was it, it, it's a it's a comedy it's not breaking the mold or anything like that you know what i mean um same thing with uh i don't watch it my wife watches it that orange is a new black show like yep. and that's based on a book and everything but you you can expand on those shows like american vana was so like niche and and it's and so creative
0: yeah
1: you're, I think you're hurting it by coming out with a second season I, I don't know and in the beginning it's kind of funny like they they recount what happened in season one in the very beginning and they say how um, they they because uh, they don't they don't try to make it <clears throat> seem like season one was on Netflix they try to make it seem like season one was the school because like, they work for the the kids that make the documentary work for the high school like uh, r&d department yeah a- right AV department. AV, so they yeah. make it seem like they created the first season and then netflix bought it and now that they're with netflix they have so much more money and they can go <laughs> create cool. uh, which is kind of so it's like a self-aware like thing yeah that's pretty exactly. yeah yeah so but um there there's something specific about that show that was so creative that like i said like creating another season for it just feels forced almost like we gotcha. have to we have to and I'm like yeah. mm, and maybe and I'll watch I think I'll get around to it I have to finish well now I'm hooked on Maniac and it, Maniac has cut into my Ozark watching so I gotta finish those two and then Dude, we got I
0: gotta get on Ozark then, man oh my I gotta watch
1: god it. man it is just brutal brutal
0: um
1: so good so bro- that, just real quick I this got, is a complete
0: yeah. aside and we didn't even have this in the notes here but I just want to bring it up because it is relevant to Netflix and I don't know how many people know this but um, I don't know if you saw this either, Chris, but did you know Telltale Games this past week was shut down, basically? They like
1: They closed, right?
0: <clears throat> yeah, they, they basically laid yeah. out... They were a 225 or 250-person studio, laid everybody off but, like, 20 people, just who needed right. to be there for the bare bones. Um, gave the people nine days of their insurance left, no severance, just said peace. So big wow. ups to some of the companies, like Ubisoft had a whole job fair and all that. Like, that's cool. Companies kind of jumped up to help those people out. But I guess... Kind of coming out of this was they had a big deal with Netflix to bring Uh the Minecraft story mode that's out there to Netflix. And this was (laughs) going to be one of the first interactive Netflix things. So it was literally going to be Telltale Games Minecraft story mode on Netflix. So somehow you're going to actually just play it within the Netflix app on whatever device you're using. Wow. Wow obviously falling through now and people said right. like that was one of the like impotences for all this like they got paid a bunch of money by netflix didn't put it out and then i guess they were doing some deal with lionsgate films first i forget what the other thing was they were doing with them and then lionsgate backed out at the last second and that's when they said hey we got no money we got to wrap it up
1: wow. But just
0: kind of interesting that netflix was looking to get into and probably still are with maybe other companies to get into more of a multimedia thing so they went from dvds and blu-rays through the mail amazing to now we're streaming you stuff to now we're gonna be streaming you what else games yeah like, that's kind of crazy man you know that's
1: nuts I, I just I thought remember, that was like in, in the beginning mm-hmm. i i was a part of netflix when you had to mail stuff yeah, back and forth
0: dude i yeah. i was on the it wasn't back then it wasn't um like gofundme or whatever but there was the a first ever roku box I bought for a hundred bucks and it was like a, a GoFundMe type deal. Didn't even know if it right. was ever gonna come out. Came out and it was Netflix. They were the ones that did it. And I remember I got it and it worked great. I remember watching 30 Rock on there. That was like really? one of the only, there was only a few things that Netflix back then was streaming the whole like first two seasons of 30 Rock was one of those. And that's yeah. when I watched 30 Rock was that. But,
1: but I remember when it. when people thought that it was gonna shut down because things were were going streaming Mm-hmm. And Netflix hadn't fully embraced it yet, nope. and when they did, um, the things that were available like were kind of sucky. It was almost yeah. like crackle. <laughs> yeah, you know literally, yeah, because like,
0: there was nothing there. And even there Blockbuster, nothing. at the point, at that point, jumped on board and said, "Hey, well, this company it's Netflix came out stuff. and we're going to start mailing it. Let's do that yeah. ourselves too." Yeah. And then everyone's like, "Oh God, Blockbuster's going to do it now. Yeah. There's no way Netflix can survive." And here we are.
1: Yeah. And and did you watch the uh, yeah. Emmys at all or no? No. Then the, nope. the opening monologue, uh, uh, I can't remember which, which one said it, but he he said, like, you know, how about how Netflix has 800 nominations for the, <laughs> for the Emmys. And he's like, he goes, and they spend five, like, billion dollars or something on, like, new shows or something. And he's like, where are they getting this money from? He's like, as That's far as I know, easy, there's... Man. As far as I know, he goes, there's one account to Netflix and we all log into it. <laughs> we
0: all log. I, I was just going to say that. Like, I know some people that share my account. And <laughs> right. I mean, could you imagine if they somehow were able to put a block on that? How much more money they would be or making? making? Like right. three, four times as much as they make now. It's I know, crazy.
1: I know. Netflix is bananas, man. It's crazy. So.
0: Well, speaking anyway. of bananas. Yeah. I'm going to talk about my new minivan, dude. I got my third minivan in the house. We actually were a little bit almost late recording last week because I was yeah. signing on the dotted line for that third Honda Odyssey, man. We got a brand new 2019 because, and I'm going to tell you, we weren't on the market for a minivan. We had a 2015 yeah. and we had, they pulled the the old, Hey, you know, well, we had to get, we did actually have to get the car serviced, but then mm-hmm. they pulled the old, Hey, if we,
1: you went we in have... for an oil change and you <laughs> walked out with a brand new car.
0: Uh, pretty much. Yeah, man.
1: They sucked you in.
0: So the guy, you know, of course, kept payments the same. We'll put you in a brand new one. You know, of course, you're adding yep. years to the loan. Sure. Well, I'll tell you, the guy who sold us the car, I mean, when the, he when he came up and said who he was, because him and I were texting before um, we got there, that's actually to buy the car. When I saw just his appearance, I'm like, really, I'm going to buy a car from this guy. <laughs> Don't right. want to call him out by name. Don't really want to describe him. Just trust me. He was not the type of person that I really was intending <laughs> to buy a car from. But hey, whatever, he, he did his job. Right. But the, the one thing he didn't do was tell me about some of the features of this van. Yeah. Didn't right. I, We just bought it. Like, ah, whatever, let's buy this new van. We'll take it. So my son plays on a traveling soccer team and we had a game that was three hours away. So we took it, Maiden Voyage Saturday. We're going out, 2019 van, let's go. So we get out <laughs> on the highway. We're heading out. It was out near Asheville, North Carolina put it on cruise control. I hit the cruise control. And the way I was shocked, like the way this cruise control works is called assisted cruise control. And I okay. actually saw a commercial recently for, uh, I think Ford has it now. You put in the speed you want to go. You just put, you know, you, you hit the button like you normally do. You set it, but then you can put it up to, you know, it's 70 miles an hour here in North Carolina. Of course, I'm going to do yeah. like 78 or 80, but <laughs> right. I, I set it for 78, right? You get in your lane and there's a little icon. The, the van knows if a car is in front of you. And, it w- and then you set the distance you want to be from that car. It gives you four different options, just kind of indicated by these four little bars. I mm-hmm. set it for whatever I want, and the car will stay that distance from the car in front of me. It'll automatically slow down. Now, if that, let's say that car is doing 75, and I set it for 78. It'll stay at 75 because it knows it can't speed up or it'll rear end that person. They right. slow down, it'll slow down. If that car gets out of the lane or if I decide to get out of the lane, the car on my indicator goes away. It knows there's not a car in front of it anymore. And it just speeds, speeds up the 70. Ahead. Car That's cuts me impressive. off. It hits the brakes. That's pretty
1: pretty impressive, impressive, right?
0: Yeah. That's not the best part, bro. You ready for this? So we go there. <laughs> I thought that was the best thing ever. I'm like, oh my God, this is great. We're going this long trip. <laughs> on the way home, I'm getting bored driving because you know I'm not even hitting the pedals anymore. I'm just letting this thing do its thing. Great. I look down, there's this little button. It's got lanes on it. On each side, you see a car with two lanes. I'm like, eh, what's this do? I hit it. Kind of noticing like as I'm driving. Because then I noticed even before that I drive when you kind of veer out of the lane, the, the wheel would kind of shake like it knows you're getting out of the lane. So I'm like, all right, let's see. Doing 78 down the highway. Coming right. up to a turn. Take my hands off the wheel. Car turns itself, bro. <laughs> Stays in the lane, man. I was blown away. This so... thing drives itself, dude. I was, and I know I'm sounding like a goofball here. I are uh, blown away. Whole, the whole ride attempt, home for three hours, I let that thing
1: drive itself. Are you going to attempt to drive to like Myrtle Beach? You go to Myrtle Beach a lot. You go to Disney a lot. Are you going to attempt to drive it hands free the, the whole, entire way with your eyes no, closed?
0: You can't because because it's smart. It knows like you'll take your hands off and it'll turn. Burned. It'll turn and then it straightens itself out. But then it'll yeah. say driving required because it, somehow it knows your hands aren't on the wheel. You right. put your hands back on the wheel and then the, the indicator goes away. I take my right. hands off, it laughs a little bit, and then it comes back. Chris, really? I was, and, and we didn't even get like a top of the line. This is like, not necessarily the base model, but we're like one step above that because right. we have automatic side doors on this minivan. Other than that, yeah. we're like the lower grade. This is standard. And wow. cars are gonna be doing this, man. I, I was just floored when I, when I saw this. But that's not thing. even
1: the best part. What's the that? best part is when you got to the soccer game, and all the soccer moms are coming up to you because you're the hot guy with the, with the minivan. <laughs> right? It's Adam Levine with a minivan. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> um,
0: but, you know, it, it's obviously it's not meant for you to let it drive itself. It, it really sure. and it got me thinking, like, why are they doing this? And I was kind of reading some articles. It's more for safety of the guy driving or really for the other people not driving the car. Because now I mean, we live in an age where people are looking at their cell phones or texting. Right. I mean, literally, dude. That's why they yeah, put dude. this in here. Put this stuff on. We will keep your car in the lane because you're an idiot and won't put your phone down. I mean, literally, this is dude, what it is.
1: I saw a commercial where I don't know what car it was. Where it, it's got to be what you're talking about. And when you get like close to like the center lane or the dotted line or whatever, like it'll like vibrate or something. That's what it
0: does. Well, the the wheel goes because the wheel starts like kind of yeah. turning back. If I don't right. touch, if I don't touch the wheel, it'll turn back in the lane. It automatically goes. So, in the lane. And I'm
1: watching that. And I'm like. Wouldn't that get annoying? It it's is. Kind of like
0: if you have it on and you're not, on. you can shut it off. Okay. So I, I, you can shut it off. Because that was the one thing, too, because it was kind of doing that. I'm like, what the? Like, it's cool. It's, it knows I'm going out of the lane, but this is annoying. And you can shut that off. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the fact that I can go on a highway and just, for me, like, the lane thing, oh, that's cool. That's neat. That's novel. Um. And, of course, it, it keeps safety for the car. But the cruise control is, like, the bomb dude because like for us like we go to new york or we go on these long trips you set the cruise you know and of course you always got that guy that gets in front of you you got to hit the brake you got to slow down this dude i just hit it for 78 and like never had to do anything it was just like i'm switch lanes i go over the guys you know way ahead of me it speeds up then it slows right down
1: it's like
0: that was very very cool that it did that
1: the funny thing that you got that letter in the mail i got that letter in the mail too like two weeks ago about, I'll bring your car Your car, your <laughs> car is, we want your car back and we'll get you yeah. in. And I told myself, when I bought the car that I have now. I, I don't think I've ever not had a car loan. Like, I always yeah. have a car loan. So when I bought this car, got a sweet deal on it, there was less than a thousand miles out. I'm like, I am going to drive this car to the ground. So Like, don't have a loan. And then they send me the thing in the mail. I'm talking to Jen about it and, and <laughs> You're I'm going like, tomorrow. No, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm, and I and I'm I'm not doing it. And I have two years left on this loan. So I'm like, screw it. I'm not gonna do it. And I think part of the thing is like what I see, like I, I see commercials and stuff like that, and I see, I'm talking, you know, what you're telling me yeah. right now, and I'm like, man, that's awesome. <laughs> like that would be awesome to have. But then I think that's just not going away.
0: No, it's gonna be there, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You no. Know,
1: yep three years mm-hmm. and what is it going every, to be in these cars dude, that's and, what i'm
0: saying every car is gonna have this right yeah. like it even i thought when you were saying you saw the commercial i thought you were gonna say i saw a commercial where there's like a little kid that's gonna get out of a door and you oh, see the car comes up and the door locks the
1: door locks yeah
0: i don't ours doesn't do that because the doors don't open out you know i mean i yeah, guess you're slider, your front two it's a slider but it lets me know there's two lights on the side it lets me know when someone's coming up next to me indicator lights go off so it's like okay not only do i have the camera because when you put the blinker on the little camera turns up even when you're turning right um but it's like hey there's a car next to you or whatever that like is always flashing right so i mean it's just crazy but it it Mm -hmm. just blew my mind that this car Was driving itself down the, like to see the car turn and then straighten itself back out and stay within that lane is crazy. And (laughs) just the, the anxiety of literally taking your hands off and just being like, I'm going to just, we're going for it. (laughs) Probably not the smart thing to do, but I did And it was bananas that it
1: works. And because you didn't know it was going to do that.
0: No. Blew my, well, like, well, I it. looked at it and and I kind of had my hands hovering over it just to see. And it, it did it like for one turn. And I was like, don't even tell me. So I was like, guys, watch it. You know, I said to my wife, like, watch this. And I took my hands up. I said, I think the car is going to turn
1: itself. And sure enough, it <laughs> did. We just ex- erupted in the car like, oh,
0: my God.
1: Did you pull it over the side of the road and every, everybody got out and just started like did like a happy dance yeah. like around the car? Like,
0: but you, you think the, you think the guy would have told me that. The guy selling the car, like, you, would think so. do you think that would be the number one thing they would be using right you now to sell think those so. cars? Yeah.
1: I not care. Just don't, when you buy them, don't they have a guy that goes over all the features with you? And they didn't you would do think,
0: that? no. no. Dude, I'm telling this guy, it was like Eminem was selling me a car, bro. It was just crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was so.
1: But like, uh, what it was color crazy. is
0: it? Blue. We got a blue. Because that was the other thing. We've always had, this was our third one. We had a 09, uh, I think, uh, 15, and now it's 2019. We've always had, like, the one car that they sell to every other person out there so you go to the mall or you go to wherever and you look right. out and there's 15 silver honda odysseys <laughs> out there so the last right. time we bought one that was a little bit of a darker color nope mm-hmm. that just happened to be the one that they sold to every other person so mm-hmm. this year we went they had two colors and you know my wife really wasn't didn't like either one of them you could tell one was because the whole lot was filled with this whatever this new whatever right. they called it, like mist. And it's kind of like this grayish blue. It's like, man, that's the color everybody's going to have. And the guy was trying to get us in the van. I said, no, man, no. And I said, you know what? I said, because we saw one online that they didn't have. It was like, it's like a darker metallic blue. Okay. And uh, my wife liked it. I'm Or Amanda liked it. And I'm like, man, I was like, if you could give me that van, you got a sale right now. So he's like, all right, let me go make a call. Two days later, they ordered it. Boom, we had uh-huh. it. So that's what we got it. Wow. Uh, let your car okay. drive itself, people. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other thing too this week that I just really quick, because we we went into Spider-Man a lot last week, but I did want to talk just briefly about kind of the post game of Spider-Man. I think I I might've mentioned it a little bit last week, but I just want to say how much fun after you beat the campaign for me has been Um, Mm. partly because even though some of the tasks you're doing are very just, I don't want to say grindy, but it's like, go, you're, you're collecting all those backpacks and you're, there's these black cat, pictures you have to take or all these crimes you have to get. But I think though this moment in the game now that the story's done and I'm I'm just getting to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like you know what I mean? Like you're doing just yeah. these totally like there's one you have to capture like 15 pigeons around the city. Like and they're all just spread scattered throughout and just, just that there. of Peter trying to do that is just I don't know there's something about it that it, is endearing. It's the same.
1: Like if you were doing that just as a character they created or like, like Nico from you know, yeah Theft exactly, Auto, yeah. it wouldn't have the same appeal. No. I get it. Like okay. I, I feel That's like cool.
0: I'm like Peter in the beginning of Homecoming, you know, where he's like, is this your yeah, bike? Yeah, yeah. Is this your bike? Right. You get to feel <laughs> that. And now there are still, you're still doing some bases where you're defeating and fighting enemies and all that. But there's yep. just something kind of fun right now of gathering. And, and man, I'm on my way to 100% in it. And mm. still one of my favorite things is the J. Jonah Jameson thing, man. There was one today mm. that had, I literally laughed out loud. I beat a base up and, and the demons that you fight and you've, you've seen Mr. Negative or, or you, I'm sure you've yeah. seen in the trailers. He corrupts a bunch of the people in the city. And um, there's this college student. And one of the side quests you have to do is there's, there's multiple versions of this, but you have to go around. There's a college student that's missing and you always mm-hmm. go and got to find this person and they're corrupted. So you go at one point and there's a whole gang of them and you fight. It's like the football team. That's what it was. The whole football team of, uh, Eastern State University is the college is missing. You find them. They've all been corrupted. You beat the crap out of them, but you're really knocking the sense out of them and, and having them no longer be demons. <laughs> well, Like two or three minutes after that, you hear Jameson on there and he's like, you know, hello, everybody. You know, I have a, a victim of the you know recent crime that Spider-Man committed on these crazy people and the person comes on and he's like, well, you know, it really wasn't a crime. He's like, I was infected with this demonic thing. He's like, no, no, you were a, you know, a handicapped person. Or he says something like that, like you were handicapped and corrupted. And he's like, no, you know, like Spider-Man didn't just beat me up like that. He, He helped me come out of this and realize that i'm normal and james is like yep well there you have it spider-man beats up the handicap like see you (laughs) next time and it's like what the hell like he just never believes anybody he has all these people call into his show and he just totally tears it down Uh, i don't know that that to me is like one of the best parts of the game is hearing that and then all the Mm -hmm. little pieces you find there's so much spider-man lore in there it's they nailed it, man. Awesome. They, they they killed it. And when's
1: the uh, expansions? Expansions are soon, right? Yeah, I think the end of each month. It's like
0: October, November, okay. and December. I think it's like October twenty seventh or something like that. Right, so, right. And I don't know. They they keep showing Black Cat. I don't know if you're gonna play as Black Cat, or if there's gonna be like you know somehow a heist with it because you don't see her in the game right now. But there are. You go around, and you find these cameras, and you when you go up to the camera, you have to look around through the camera, and she yeah, plays a yeah. little a uh, little cat somewhere. You got to okay. find. So you hear her like he's talking to her, but you don't um, hmm. see her yet. So we'll cool. See. Uh, awesome. Let's see. Solo is out. And if you remember my last Star Wars trip trying to get Last Jedi, I went to like eight stores.
1: <laughs>
0: so get this. That's Solo right. came out on, on uh, digital, what, two weeks ago? Uh, Wasn't some, it? Eh, something DVD like that. DVD this week? Eh. I just bought it on digital. I don't know why I didn't buy it two weeks ago. <laughs> Like I don't know, dude. I just <laughs> I went actually at my out I this retailer that I work at, the big box store, they right. didn't have a Blu-ray digital copy. They had like a 4K okay. DV, like that whole thing, and I was like, man, yeah, man yeah. I just I just want the Blu-ray and the digital copy. Right. I had some iTunes money. I said, screw it. I'm just gonna get just, the yeah. digital copy. Right. And dude, that movie
1: is so good. You yeah. watch it again? You it's watch so good, man. It? Like yeah. I, I don't you know
0: yeah. is it? You don't like it, man. I'm watching this and I'm like Chris oh. is kinda like me. It's like I loved
1: it, man. I don't. I don't need. I was talking to a friend of mine today about it because he bought it. Carmichael, John a. Carmichael bought it, and um, he he had he was like in the middle of it, and he's like he goes, ah, so far so good." I'm like, "I'm like, yeah." And he he, I wasn't gonna get into it, and he then his next text to me was. It's so much better than Last Jedi, and I'm like, now you, now you've done it, yes. and that, now now it's on. <laughs> so um, we had like this, not not that we argue or anything like that, but I laid out why I think Last Jedi is, you know, in the upper echelon of Star Wars movies, and he's of he took the the bait of the social media groundswell of it sucks, and he's kind yeah. of down that road. So I kind of just said my piece, and I was like, Solo's not bad um but you i, I but
0: honestly you can't compare the two that's where i'm at like well, I, I don't can't. think you know well maybe you, you yeah. can but you shouldn't like
1: you shouldn't yeah you shouldn't, you
0: shouldn't. It, it's just its own beast and i love it man and, and watching i will tell you the, the extras on it are great there's a round right. table it's like 21 minutes it's um pretty much the whole cast it's got like woody harrelson Amelia uh, right. clark uh everybody's there with ron howard and ron howard is asking them questions and Just to see the excitement that they all had for the movie, even hearing about all the stuff behind the scenes, you know, you think, oh man, this cast probably was somewhat embarrassed by the whole thing that happened with, like, you know, Ron Howard coming in and all that. They were so excited. Like, the first thing Ron Howard asked them all is, Where were you when you found out you were going to be in the next Star Wars movie? Mm -hmm. And to hear their responses, like, Donnie Glover says, He goes, You know, I found out and um, I, I called my dad right away, Danny Glover. And he's like, My dad was just like, yeah, like his dad, like he's like, Yeah, you, you should be in that movie. Like, this is what we've done our whole <laughs> life, was like, Yes, you should be in it. Or uh Amelia Clark, you know, Ron Howard asked him if anybody on Game of Thrones are big Star Wars fans. And she's like, Yeah, she's like my co-star kit, the guy that plays Jon Snow, is a mm-hmm. huge Star Wars fan and was always trying to get, you know, snippets out of them. And he was begging her to get talk to Ron Howard to get him in the movie or just what mm-hmm. does he need to do to get into a Star Wars movie? And uh, the guy that plays Chewy, kind of hearing his story, he was a, he's from Finland and uh, he is a, was a basketball player, I think, for the national Finland team, like in the Olympics and all that. Cause I mean, the guy's like seven foot sense. three yeah. or whatever. And he's been in force. He was the same guy that played him in force awakens and all that. But right. <clears throat> just to hear, you know, him, when he found out he was going to be Chewy, like moving forward and just what an honor that was and just how insane that is. Right. Um. I don't know. It, it just really seeing that. And then when you watch, they have a great little documentary about him being Chewy And how, I didn't know this, but every single Chewy suit, there's four of them in existence Mm -hmm. for these new films. Every hair is hand-sewn. Every individual hair is hand-sewn. In the mud scene, they had to basically ruin one of those suits. Mm-hmm. of him in the mud and, and they said that it just weighed like six times like the normal oh, weight God, so after imagine. every take they had to go and they would kind of wash it because the mud would get all caked on his legs and all that stuff and right um they show how they did like the train scene and the the big uh droid uh <laughs> what were the one where are they when they go to get all the things and, and the she lets the droids loose and there's a big fight and i think that's when uh as atlando gets shot i think at that moment that's when you see um, Han actually like first pilot the the Falcon that whole scene how they did it what okay. um, L3 like- I love seeing right. how they do the droids and for her that actress she had on a green like bodysuit but then actually right. had the head like the round head and had pieces on her arms and legs and okay. all they did was digitize out where the green suit was so a lot of what you see on the screen is practical effects of huh. her in the costume but if you look in between each uh like joint where the green suit was that's when they put like wires and all that stuff in there Right.
1: Um, they do anything I, about like the show you how they created the run. Uh, I
0: haven't like that? watched that one. It is on there. Yes. The Carillion run is on yeah. there. I haven't watched that one yet. Me and the kids were, were kind of digging through some of them. Um, yeah. But you know that I think that's what I love about all the new Star Wars movies is how much of those films are practical effects. It's not like the prequels episode one, two and three that was quite literally shot every movie in front of a green screen. Right. You know, like the Millennium Falcon was a place that they built for yeah. force awakens. They, yeah. and, and actually they, they go into it. The Falcon in this one is the same Falcon from force awakens just with the mm-hmm. layer over. They said like they, if you went and just took the wall off behind it is the all beat down thing. So they, they wanted right. to make sure that this Falcon looked exactly right. the same as what they did in force awakens. Right. So
1: I, I it's good. I mean, it, it fits nicely in the star Wars war star wars Rings. world. Um, It it fits nicely in it. And I think it's not, I don't think it's ever going to be considered like the the greatest of all the Star Wars movies. I don't think it was intended for that. I think it was intended to just do what it did. It's It's just a fun movie. It It is. It was entertaining. And I said it when we did our big review on it. Once you got over that, like this is Han, uh, this is Chewie, this is Lando. And you focus on the, the mission and the story it was a joyride. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Just I don't know if I'm going to buy it. I don't know if I'm oh, going to buy it. Oh, come on. I don't know. I. I the reason why Dude, I do it is because I own all of You're I I, all. I went and uh, <clears throat> they had a sale a while ago on the Star Wars movies digital. So I have them all on You got to get it, man. You got to get so it. So I'll probably get it just to, to, make, you know, comp- to round out the collection. Mm-hmm. But I'm not running to... Uh, Watch again. If I it's watch good. it, maybe I'll fast forward like halfway through. Oh, just... <laughs> come on. Really? <laughs> I don't need him talking Wookiee. Like, it's just dumb. <sighs> it's just dumb. Like, that is dumber than, well, than they're, Leia, they're the deleted the Leia floating in air. Okay, so... that,
0: that I, I take offense to because yeah. the floating Leia is the most terrible <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> That scene, the Wookie scene where he talks to Wookiee, that, there's a whole extended bit of that. But one deleted scene that I think should have been in there mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, he joins the Empire. To be a pilot he wants to be a pilot in the empire he they show there's like a whole like three or four minute extended cut scene of him actually being a pilot he's flying okay. a tie fighter he does like there was something that they wanted him to attack but then they were telling him not to do it he did it anyway so he disobeyed then he had to go in front of a council and he's standing there in the imperial officer th- uh outfit and the the Imperial officer, the, the Moff, whatever the guy's name is, is talking to yeah, him right. and um, says, like, you know, why did you do this? And he's like, yeah, I did it intentionally, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, well, you're going to be sent to the um, uh, infantry or whatever. And he's like, well, how long is it going to be until I'm going to be flying? And he's like, oh, it won't be too long. And then the scene cuts to him on the ground when he, I don't know if you remember, like when they first show him as a grunt in, in the infantry, like a big bomb goes off and he goes like flipping and flying through the air. Like that cut was remember. perfect because he's just like, okay, you know, that's fine. But how long is it going to be until I'm flying again? And the guy's like, oh, it won't be too long. And then boom, you see boom. the big explosion. You see him like f- tumbling through the air with a gun and he like lands on the ground. So that really? scene should have been in the movie because I think that's just kind of cool. Because a lot of people said like we knew he was supposedly he was a pilot. That's how the books had it where he was a pilot in the Empire. And then, right. you know, how did he suddenly become Han Solo? Well, the movie didn't really go into that. It showed him just as the infantry right. um, soldier. So. I think that would have been cool to be in there, but I like it. I think Solo is great. It's a fun movie. Speaking yeah, of Solo, I'm getting vibes yeah. <clears throat> from what we're going to talk about here—the Star Wars Resistance trailer. Um, this okay. to me doesn't look like it's going to be in the level of Rebels because the Rebels—I love the Rebels, man. It got especially third and fourth season really started getting a little bit deep into some of the hardcore like mm-hmm. Jedi lore and things like that. Um, but Resistance just looks like it's just going to be like <clears throat> Solo, just this fun yeah. ride, right?
1: I think so. Like I just we I watched a trailer shortly before we went on here, so I just I haven't watched it multiple times, but uh, it, it's almost like two trailers in one. Like the beginning just shows you like the fun that they're going to have with this, and mm-hmm. it seems like it's not going to take itself too seriously. But there's characters that that you you know, and new characters, and they're introducing all that stuff. And then the second part of it is that like dramatic, big like orchestral like uh, trailer. Um, that makes you feel like, Oh, like we could really get into like some deep stuff here. And it's not just going to be a, a 22 minute kitty show. You right. know what I mean? Like, like it, it gives you that, that vibe. So, um, I think it's going to be pleasing. I think they did that intentionally. It's going to be pleasing for, for both people, which, which rebels was, which clone yeah. wars was. So yeah. it's, it's still going to do that stuff. Um,
0: I would say and, at first glance, this looks to be a bit more kitty, I think. Like the animation? At first glance, yeah. And, and part of it, I think, is because of the animation Absolutely. when you see that. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, as it goes on, you kind of see things are going to get a little bit darker. From, from what I'm gathering, and I'm, I'm sure there's stories out there, and kind of from what I, I remember reading about it, I haven't really read up on it. I'm sure there's more info out now. Um, Poe is basically going to task this young pilot with some sort of spy mission. And you kind of get that from the trailer. And right. then you can see the action starting to happen. Obviously, whatever they're doing um it's gonna involve the first order because you see you know first order troopers you got uh, phasmas in there i love that we see old leia like older leia that's cool you see her. i was gonna ask
1: you like that's cool was it known that she was gonna be in this i don't know was this how it was i don't know either so i mean if, if it was then fine if this is how they revealed that. It was pretty cool. I, I think Poe I didn't and
0: remember. Phasma were going to be in it. I know that was confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm down, man. I, I think, and I remember talking about it with Last Jedi, one of my favorite parts of the movie is the very beginning. We finally get to see Poe be the badass pilot. And yeah. we don't get a lot of that in a lot of Star Wars movies. Sure, we get the Millennium Falcon flying around doing its thing. And sure, we get Luke doing the trench run. But that's about it. Like We don't really get these big, epic moments. and yeah. Until recently, with like Rogue One, you had an like probably one of the best space battles out of any of the movies. But I think this is going to be filled with that because this is all about pilots. It's this is all it about is. resistance pilots. Man. Yep. So that's yep. going to be very cool.
1: And um, voice-wise, um who does Poe? Cuz it sounds just it's him. Just it was it is him. him. Was yeah, him and
0: uh, what's her name, Gwendolyn, whatever that does They are they're definitely voice actors. That was yeah. the initial press release that so they're both um going to be there. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and BB8 has a pilot helmet on and that's I one of my favorite <laughs>
1: things. <laughs> More bb man. Is, BBA. is quickly, like, rising up the ranks of, um, you know, he's – R2-D2 is, like, the man. Is he there yet? No, he's been in two movies. But he is, like – He's pretty good, his, his man. His social status is – he's becoming he's legendary.
0: More, yeah, He is. I mean, kids today, he's the man, right? I yeah. mean, he's he's the droid, I guess, if you want to say it. Um I'm kind of scrolling through here. We even see Starkiller Base at one point. So that, right. that is yeah, built. Because so you hear to... Poe basically, it sounds like he's trying to convince Leia like they're building weapons. Um, right. The the, the First Order is right. building weapons. And maybe that's what the spy mission is. It's almost like, I don't want to say like what Rogue One is, but in, in, in say, Rogue yeah. One, it's kind of like nobody believes what is happening or, or it even yeah. knows what's happening. And that's what this is going to be, kind of be the whole story of the Resistance forming number one because i think that's just the title of it but why are they forming and that's Mm -hmm. what this is going to be about um you know you almost wonder what is the first order going to be like in the beginning of this series are they just kind of this military group that isn't trying to conquer the galaxy Mm -hmm. but at some point there will be that turn where suddenly now you have like are we going to see snoke in this
1: Yes, he, he's the leader be? of the first order, right? Yeah, he's. I mean, because this guess. takes place, this is supposed to take place between pre Force Awakens, um, yeah, uh, after Empire, right? Right, after Empire. So it's not like, and if the Starkiller base is already built, you know, I he's I, is he gonna be like a central figure. I don't think so, but yeah, I think he's he could probably be in there. Yeah, I definitely think he could be yeah, in now there.
0: I'm starting to get more excited for this. <laughs>
1: I think it'll be entertaining. I think it will be. And it's soon, right? Yeah. Well, you know, that's the
0: other odd thing. I mean, you look at this, like we said, First Glance looks like a kid's show. It's on Mm -hmm. Sunday, October 7th on Disney Channel at 10 p.m.
1: Oh, my God. Really that late?
0: I mean, this thing, I'm sure, is going to be repeated countless times throughout each week, Saturday mornings and all that. But premiering 10 p.m. Now, part of me wonders, is that going to be the regular airing time or is it one of those? We're going to do a simultaneous like launch basically where it's 10 o'clock Eastern seven o'clock Pacific. Uh-oh. So every, you know what I mean? Like kind of one of those deals. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man, but 10 o'clock <laughs> to me was like, you're putting this on the Disney channel at 10. Why are we going that's that crazy. late? Why wouldn't you put it on it? Even, even eight o'clock is kind of late. Usually yeah, a lot of yeah. these shows are on at like seven or something, but right,
1: right. that's interesting. We'll see. It? I know. And we'll see.
0: Chris, I don't know. We haven't talked about it too much here. Hmm. I know we talked a little bit off the air, but we were planning on doing a tardy Tardis type show
1: for Four star yeah. Wars
0: resistance. So we may we dive into something. And I was even thinking about just putting it either into this podcast feed or do like we were doing with the comic book club, where like we record the show. And then at the end of the show, we do our resistance wrap up mm-hmm. in like 15, 20 minutes, maybe something like that. Um, I think it would be cool, but, I think
1: so.
0: uh, we got another trailer that came out this week and mm. that is for dark Phoenix. We mm. finally get eyes on the next X-Men movie. And uh, one that obviously is going to be focused on Jean Grey becoming the Phoenix, which we got to see in the last X-Men movie. Wasn't the very end, kind of the Phoenix powers came out, I think.
1: You know, man, like I was thinking about that, like this whole new crop of like X-Men movies. um, I think the only one I've watched multiple times and it's not straight through was. uh, uh, What's I can't even think of it now
0: age of apocalypse
1: no no, no. age of apocalypse i think that was it dude
0: i gotta be honest with you yeah i haven't haven't seen any of them really i haven't seen any of them
1: i've seen them once (laughs) just once so like i don't know if they've shown her yeah i I actually
0: watched big kudos to ign they had a a breakdown of this trailer because i was like you know what i probably should watch this because i haven't watched the other movies and at the end of that they said at the end of the last movie you see her I don't know what right. it is why I haven't seen dude I love those original X-Men movies 1, 2, 3 hard. I was I know, so man. big on those movies and I think I yeah. remember when I saw First Class coming out I was like I don't really want to see that like, we're rebooting the X-Men I want my original X-Men um, I saw Logan of course countless right. times I friggin' love Logan but and even the Wolverine movies I, li- I like uh, the other two as well but yeah. I just I have and I have these my brother-in-law let me borrow these on Blu-ray Right. I have them literally in the other room and I have yet to pop them in. And I, I'm I almost embarrassed should, to say that, but.
1: I think we should, like, maybe make that a, a thing, like, make that a mission for us, like, to watch really them. dive into those movies and to okay. give them a shot. Because I've heard they're good movies, but, yeah. like, for me. Days of
0: Future Past, I hear, is awesome. Yeah, it's got the Sentinels it, yeah. in it and everything.
1: Right. So, I don't know. I think we got to really give it a shot because, like you said, both X Men guys, you are more than I am. And, and I love the X Men. And, um, this trailer fucking getting back to this trailer i dude like this is one of the better trailers i've seen all all year in my opinion i think it really like drives home the power that she's got um and i really and, and and it seems like it's really focusing on like how both ends of of the spectrum the good guys and the bad guys kind of want a piece of her
0: yeah Dude, the the best yep. scene, which which by the way, their costumes I love. It's such mm. like an old throwback, kind of the black mm. with the yellow X. But the one scene that stands out, and I'm sure anybody who's watched it, this is the same scene for you as well, is they're all standing there wanting her, and then the cops come around the corner, and she, and they're just like no, and she just like puts up some sort of invisible field or whatever it is, and, and smashes mm. the cop cars. Right. That scene says it all, yeah. right there for me.
1: Um, yeah you just awesome. if you go through this like trailer and just look at the faces of everybody
0: mm-hmm.
1: everybody is in just like a state of like we're screwed <laughs> <laughs> like what do we do it's uh, every everybody's like not panicked but just like maybe that feeling of like helplessness or something like i, I don't know Like, I, I she's the ultimate mutant you know what i mean yeah. so uh wh- where this goes and who's the who's what side is she on the good side i don't know i'm really really intrigued by it um i'm excited i'm, I'm looking forward to we, it we we it's, it's, gotta it's, go it's, back and watch those old movies man i, think. I do because I so. that,
0: that was the thing for me like um you know i know who these characters are but i haven't really seen them or the actors portraying them so much the only the only actor i'll say that is i just think incredible is uh what's his name is it maca mcavoy the, the guy that um James McAvoy, yeah. yeah, that plays. Yeah, uh, he's Xavier. great actor. Uh, him, yeah. I, instantly, yes, he is Xavier. Like that, mm-hmm. that to me, he just, especially after seeing him in Split, like yeah. when I saw him here, <laughs> I was like, man, yeah. yes. And and I think mm-hmm. that's gonna be one of the interesting characters. I think in this, I mean, he's really the only other one, mentally or or just whatever, can can attempt to be on the same level as the dark phoenix right and when he's scared and you know that he he knows that there's shit ain't gonna go well that's when there's problems and i think this movie is really gonna hopefully drive that home now the big question for me is how does this movie end and is this it i Hmm. mean this has to be it right because marvel has said they are going to at some point work on the x-men whether or not they're necessarily in the current mcu yes it will be the mcu but whether or not they're going to tie them to the avengers and all that that'll be yet to Mm -hmm. be seen. But is the reboot coming? And this is it. This is the end. So does this well, end with death for many?
1: Uh, I they did a bunch of reshoots for this. Did they not? Like, and I think okay. they did. Re, they did reshoots for it. Like, I don't know if it was well. The the, the official end of that signing of Disney was not that long ago. So um, I think they knew it was coming, and then they kind of did some reshoots. So were, were those reshoots? Massive and and like saying like uh, a different ending and stuff like that. Maybe yeah. It could be. I have no idea. But because
0: um, when was this supposed they, to come out? Wasn't it like earlier this year? Wasn't it? And then it got delayed.
1: It was something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think this was supposed to be out already. Yeah. And if you notice, there's no
0: X-Men in the title.
1: No. Dark Phoenix. All
0: you see is Dark Phoenix and the X is and the, the circle. X
1: is there's a circle around it, but yep. they even removed x-men from it so mm-hmm. i don't know if that was part of the stipulation with the disney thing who knows yeah,
0: I, I doubt it but still I don't it, think but be still that the heavy, fact that they're it, not putting it out there yeah
1: is yeah so hmm. um but that would be good though that, that would that would be fine if it, there was a finality to it and like that's the end and then disney takes over and brings everybody back <laughs> 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 it does another reboot all they uh, need to
0: do is get Hugh Jackman on board and do the crazy mm-hmm. whatever that effect is they're doing for like Sam Jackson and all, all right. just put that on Hugh Jackman, yeah. but just let him be Wolverine, please. <laughs> or or have somebody else play him with a green screen face on. Right. And just put Hugh Jackman's face, please. That's that's my only stipulation. I need Hugh Jackman to be Wolverine. I, I I'm down with I'm down with James McAvoy for being Xavier over yeah. Patrick Stewart. I'm cool with that, but I gotta have Hugh Jackman as my Wolverine. I think
1: I think Hugh will make a an appearance in the first Disney-backed it's X-Men gotta movie. Got to be Old Man Logan, th- right? Come I on. I think man. I think he'll make a. He's got to make an appearance. Just just a quick cameo. Like what was one movie where it was a really quick cameo. He was in it for fifteen seconds. Which uh, well, the, the
0: end of Deadpool was, in the credits, wasn't it?
1: No, not that. Actually, it was. It wasn't. It was one of these newer X-Men movies. So you probably didn't see it. Might was have been. I think it was, it was probably first. I class. think it was Apocalypse. Might have oh, been Apocalypse. Okay. It but no, but, no, Apocalypse. no.
0: I thought he played a bigger role in Apocalypse. No.
1: I can't even keep them straight, dude. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right now, people are screaming like, "Why have you guys not seen these movies?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them. I've just seen them once and can't keep them straight. So, wow. um, crazy. We'll see. Looks let's, good. Uh, <laughs>
0: let's move on to some comics, man. Um, This week here, that's actually this will be the last thing we're talking about tonight. Um, and let's talk about. We're going to talk X- about
1: cereal too. We can talk about cereal at the end.
0: Okay, let's talk about yeah. X Men Red number eight. And yeah. What do you want to talk about with this issue, Chris?
1: Um. So, a really good issue, really good series. I'm really enjoying sure, this. So series. great. Yep. Yeah. And so, um, we're, we're kind of getting a little bit further along in the story, and they progress very nicely in the story. And those Sentinel things or whatever, Novas the and planting, type the, things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, like, she's infecting people by like the hundreds of thousands, basically. And if you guys and, remember,
0: those nanobots are the things where they can basically, when someone detects a mutant near them they instantly try to murder them like
1: they can kill them again. yeah yep. so they can just implant into a normal human being and then if they see a mutant that you like you said like they'll just kill them so they're trying to like combat that and they're using um uh some what's her name tyranny hmm. they're using like tyranny to, like to combat it they put like Cerebro <laughs> on her. <laughs> That's right, yeah.
0: Not uh, regular Cerebro. Because remember, they're yeah. in, uh, what, is it Atlantis or whatever it's called? Or yeah, Namor, Namor World. Or yeah.
1: So they put that on her to try to use her powers to combat it. And it's a pretty cool scene because Gene um, uh, is like, I'll help you. and So they don't, like, overpower you and all that stuff. And then uh, Cassandra realizes that. And that's her in to get into where they are. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty cool. So um, she was like backdoor channels to like kind of like infiltrate their minds. Basically, it was pretty, pretty sweet. But what happens is like um, tyranny uses the anger and hate and and disgust of memes of all like social media. Yeah. (laughs) to fight these things and in one way i'm like that's gay as hell but i'm like but i get the point that they're trying to make yeah like what did you think of that like that whole scene as i'm reading I mean, now, I think it's I'm,
0: cool i mean it, th- see that's what this series has been like the like getting back to the x-men of old where the right, whole exact. thing is about social commentary and that's yep. their way of saying like hey these things are are essentially weapons you know like when someone puts something on the internet that is demeaning or or hateful to someone else Mm -hmm. it's bad like it's 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 not necessarily a weapon per se but but it is right it's hurting someone and so they're able to take all of those things and weaponize all of that together and basically turn it on something else evil and have it destroy uh all those nanobots, which is kinda crazy to read that happen. And and hey, let's let's say too, one of the coolest things I think was Storm as a badass scene. Once they find mm-hmm. out where they find out where Cassandra Nova is mm-hmm. and Nightcrawler basically teleports Storm to what was it um what was it called? Gen- Genosa or, or whatever the island. Yeah. And brings Storm in and Storm basically causes a massive tsunami like, to come yeah. in and just destroy this location, which is just showing awesome. power, which is awesome.
1: Which is awesome. Um so I'm getting to the – so Tyranny cool. gets to the, the point where she's like um, – well, they have – they use uh, Laura. They use Wolverine. uh, Wolverine's daughter That's for, for yeah. to, to put – because her brain like heals constantly and she can take all this pain. So um, Tyranny says like uh, – Uh, My my mutation activated when I was 12. I was instantly connected to an entire online world. And while I found good there, while I find good there, I also found fear and ignorance wrapped up in anger. I tried to protect the world from the worst of what I encountered. I removed as much of the ugliness as as I could, but I absorbed it. And then there's this huge page, which is pretty cool. Like her eyes are like binary numbers, which is awesome. And she's like to trolling the intolerant, intolerance the bile over the over years I have downloaded so much hate it's time to let it all go I'm uploading it all trillions of posts from comment sections abusing people for how they were born <laughs> awesome. or who they love I'm overloading the setites with angry rants on video sharing sites and gaslight Facebook posts and it's like this is x-men yeah like, it's crazy they're, man, they're getting right? into social media but like she uses that hatred to beat those things. And I'm like, that's super cool, right? I think that that's a, a creative uh, social commentary.
0: Yep.
1: Really, really cool. So um I forgot how it ended though. What what happened at the end? We'll get into it uh, they take that out. And...
0: Oh, oh yeah. who is that? The other this other Jean Jean's mother.
1: Yeah. She's at she's back at the mansion campus. Yeah. Yep. And Nova hacks her mind, and is basically like, "Need you on my side." So, and she, you see her flying away. Yep. And it says next issue Gray versus Gray. So the next one's right. gonna be good, man. And great, great series.
0: Great series. I mean, we've awesome we've series. been drumming it ever since the release. X Men Red, awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about the new Punisher. Punisher number two is out. I remember the we talked about the first issue of this series mm-hmm. and how it was kind of like classic, like. Oh, who's going to be it's the Punisher at the end? This one, th- this series picks up after uh, Secret Empire. And I just want to point out it's a year and a half after Secret Empire has ended. Yes. And here we are. We're, we're finally catching up on Punisher a year and a half later. Um, Good job. It's crazy. But um, it's Punisher basically, and Baron Zemo played a big role in that. Mm-hmm. Many people still hate the Punisher um, just because of what he did. If you don't know much about Secret Empire, he was basically... Captain America, who at the time was was bad, like his, what do you want to say? Like his, I don't know, the guy, that we, assassinator or whatever, just assassin, Yeah. Yeah, just go out and just yeah. do terrible things. Um, So a lot of people hate the Punisher right now and think he's still of that realm, which arguably just the Punisher in he general is there. that. So there's nothing really new here. Right. Um, But uh, he's going out to basically take down Zemo and other people that have, have wronged him. And this is just pretty brutal. There's a scene of him, he hears these two people talking. um, They're actually HYDRA agents because he's hunting down. There's basically these HYDRA agents around. um, Gets this guy down on a subway and right in the middle of basically rush hour, gets this guy down on the ground, is torturing the guy, cuts the guy's hand off and ultimately cuts the guy's head off. And all this is captured on a cell phone of of somebody that is there, which is just crazy that the Punisher right. is, has no remorse. Well, by the end of the issue, the essentially the Defenders, meaning yeah. Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, are going to find Frank and say, hey, man, like, what are you doing? And so we have a scene of him fighting Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Uh, and then that it culminates in he meets up with Daredevil. And I don't know, this issue is kind of cool. I, I'm kind of interested in where it's going to go now. I, I kind of like the fact that Everybody hates the Punisher in the series, yeah. But but it's kind of hard to read it and almost root for the Punisher. I mean, the Punisher is always a hero that is the anti-hero, right? Right, but he's just almost like so far beyond, man. Here it's
1: it's. What do you think? Like, I mean, he's taking out Hydra people, yeah. At least in the beginning, he is. But then he's fighting Cage and Iron Fist, man. But dude, that was awesome. Like, who was the guy? There was another guy that they was fighting too. Uh, And I can't remember who it is because he was near the car and he had put the grenade in the gas. It was Luke Cage
0: and Iron Fist. He shot the grenade in the gas tank. I thought there was a third. And that was Luke Cage? That that was Luke Cage. The the car blows up up, and Luke Cage is just in flames.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, it's cool that they're bringing it because I I feel like Punisher stories are always Punisher versus the villain. You know what I mean? And they don't see... I don't know. I mean, I'm sure maybe there are some issues that have done this, but Um, It seems like they don't incorporate Punisher's like the odd man out in the Marvel universe. They don't bring in a lot of other characters for like Punisher series, Mm. Um, like, except for Spider Man. I know
0: Spider Man, but then I mean, Punisher is like in the Hell's Kitchen realm. I mean, kind of like the Netflix marvel verse that's where it yeah. takes place it's like the underground of new york so you got exactly. kingpin you got De- it's always punisher versus yeah, it's, just, it's just villain it's yeah. punisher
1: versus villain and now yeah. they're bringing in like the defenders to be like you said like dude what what's going on here you just <laughs> it's not how things work these days <laughs> yeah so i am too I'm, I'm interested to see where this is going um i don't know if maybe they he hooks up with the defenders. I, I don't. I don't know. He's not the type I of guy. How he
0: could? Yeah, I would say. He's I don't not, even know how yeah. he could.
1: He, he, he marches to his own drum. So, uh, but it's good. It's good to see that Marvel is still allowing things like decapitations in there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's. <laughs> it's so he do that. It's,
0: first thing I texted Chris because I read it before him. I'm like, dude, it's brutal. Like this is a brutal <laughs> issue. You're reading yeah. it like, man.
1: And that's in like the first like three pages where yeah. he just takes his head off with a chainsaw, mind you.
0: Yeah. Well, they, you don't see it. No, they no, no, no. Say I think they say. The they go, wow, it looks like he did it with a chainsaw. We just saw him with a knife. I think he, he I think he cut that guy's head he off with did. a knife. He didn't whip out a chainsaw out of his back pocket. Like He had That's a knife true. cutting off the guy's hand because he was like pushing it on the guy's hand. Yeah, and he yeah. definitely cut that guy's head off with a, with a knife. Punisher's crazy. He's, he's a crazy oh, man. man. Um, a book from last week that I, I had mentioned at the end of the show that I wanted to talk about this week briefly is um, The Amazing Spider-Man Annual that came out last week uh on the heels of venom which is coming out soon the venom movie which we'll be talking about not next week probably the week after if we can get out Mm -hmm. to see the movie um it's a great story it's an untold story of when peter had the symbiote himself Mm -hmm. and it follows him where he basically goes to bed every night and then the symbiote goes out and he doesn't remember anything and the symbiote like is saving people but saves people and goes a little bit overboard so it's like Woman's purse is getting stolen and the symbiote hears it and the symbiote thinks, oh, we know what our host would do. He would go save that woman. So he goes down, punches the guy, takes the purse, gives it back to the woman, and then proceeds to beat the living hell out of the guy and kills the guy. And the woman's like, you know, at first she's like, oh, thank you for saving me. And then she realizes like, wait a minute, like, no, you're you're killing him. (laughs) And this happens like multiple times. It's a really cool story. And then kind of how it all wraps up and ends with the symbiote. Basically going overboard, and Peter realizing what's happening, and then it cuts to when Mister Fantastic is able to get the symbiote off him, and kind of it just plays on like like the normal uh, Marvel story did. But I think it's kind of neat. So check it out, Amazing Spider-Man, um, uh, annual, and then Amazing Spider-Man this week uh, is pretty neat too. The kind of where Peter is now. I remember I talked about there was the two Spider-Mans, where like he broke yes. in half or his Peter. That's that wrapped up last month, uh, but now he's living with the villain Boomerang who he knows oh, no. Boomerang is the the roommate, but the roommate doesn't know that Peter is the Boomerang. Uh, okay. So he finds out that Peter knows a lot about Spider-Man because he, he finds out Spider-Man took a bunch of pictures for the Bugle. So Boomerang's right. like, hey, I want to bring you somewhere. They go to this warehouse, and it's a who's who of all the Spider-Man villains. And they all just always get together to have a party and drink, <laughs> tell stories of fighting Spider-Man, and then every week have a big quiz contest of spider-man what? quiz questions right <laughs> so they start going through it and peter's like man i i know all these answers but i can't say anything so the first question comes <laughs> out and nobody is getting the answer and all these people are giving the wrong answer so peter grabs the mic and says the right answer well he gets all caught up in himself and just starts answering all these answers oh, nonstop no in front of all these people and they're all like who's this guy like how does he know all these answers and that's kind of where it ends but I think it's kind of cool that it's just here. You have Spider Man. They don't know it's Spider Man, and he's surrounded by everybody.
1: Yeah, really. So,
0: kind of neat. I mean, th- this series That's so far because cool. it, it was a uh, this was after the Dan Slott run, so this is kind of the new run they've been doing. It's cool. It's been kind of neat so far. That
1: right. But, yeah, um, I just I, I, I started it last night because I wanted to get into it, and uh, I was just too tired to to I. I always read a comic when I shouldn't because I like at we night and I'm tired, <laughs> and I'm, i I've like three pages have gone by and I'm like. I have no idea what's happening. Nope. I'm just gonna put this. Away. <laughs> yep, yep. You're reading it, but you're not. You're not
0: really you're looking not. at the pictures. No and, no. like, uh...
1: and I got to that point where like I really want to get into it, so I didn't. I didn't bother. But um, did you read the? Uh, we didn't even talk about it. The second Fantastic Four issue. I did. Yeah. I didn't read that, that yet. Was that was what, like
0: two or three weeks ago.
1: Yeah, yeah I think um, two weeks ago it came out.
0: Yeah. The the way the villain that they're fighting now, it's. I want you to read it, but I will just tell you the villain that they're fighting at the end, kind of the last maybe 10 pages, it's pretty interesting because this villain could do a Thanos-type thing where it's just like Mm -hmm. you're done and beat, but then they kind of talk their way out of it, and they say, let us get some help, and if you let us do that, then we can fight you on fair grounds, and the villain says, okay, and then by the end of the book, they're all back together, but there's a few more friends that are there with him at the end as well for this next battle that's going to be in Fantastic Four number three,
1: so we got to keep up with that. Right? We've talked man. about it, and I'm like, I don't know if you watched yep. it or not. Or the, other, the
0: other Spider book, too, is Spider-Geddon number zero, which is always kind of, I, I always think it's funny when they make zero issues. Yeah, right. Um, this book is kind of this whole Spider-Verse, Spider-Geddon thing that's been going on actually brings in the Spider-Man from the video game. So you have the superior Spider-Man, who is the Octavius Spider-Man, goes to this universe where the Marvel Spider-Man from Insomniac Games is, basically tells him what's going on and says, we need your help, come with us. And that's how it ends. So it's kind of neat. They're bringing that Spider-Man. You always say how people love the suits. It's the Mm -hmm. Spider-Man with the white. I mean, it's that white spider on the chest and everything. So. Nah, I... Now the, the issue itself isn't really that great, but it's the implications of what's happening now. He's coming into the Spider Get event that's getting ready to kick off here soon. Okay. so it's kind of neat.
1: Cool, very cool. All right, I get. Want to talk about Serial yeah. real quick? Yeah, the only one talk about was was uh, the podcast Serial. Uh, um, very popular. So if you haven't haven't heard it, um, season one is great. Season one is is in podcast. Hall of Fame probably <laughs> It should um, be when there is one. Uh, season two was okay, so but the first two seasons were uh, focused in on one uh, crime and they're investigative reporters and they and they go out and they investigate it and it was presented in podcast form. It was very revolutionary almost. Um, this season they're they're doing things a little bit differently. It's almost um, like episodic, so each episode is a different case, but all of the cases are taken from the year that they spent observing uh cleveland's like court system so oh, they,
0: that's what it is okay yeah because i'll tell you man like you told me that i was like oh, i'll go and then i go and i read like the, oh. like episode one a bar fight walks into the justice system right. or center a young woman at a bar is slapped on the butt so why is she the one in jail and i was like okay. that doesn't sound interesting
1: and so well, I didn't listen
0: to it because I was like, ah, I don't yeah. care about the season.
1: No, and it's good. And okay. and, and, and and they they pick Cleveland because Cleveland has a big crime problem, and um, like most major cities do. And they uh, and Cleveland let them record. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? Like a lot of other court systems, understandably, won't let them do it. Cleveland let them do it, probably because who they were and they you know they know they're gonna do it right. Do it and, right, yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, And in the beginning, she talks about uh, like the intro to, to episode one. She talks about season one and she's like, you know, everybody always talks to me about when they ask me like season one. They're like, you know, is that how like it works in the court system? And she's like, no, she's like that. That is an extreme case. Like that's not everyday life. For people in the court system and she's like and then with people always want to talk about that and there was a book that she references at the end she goes it, it kind of got us thinking like we want to present a show that people can relate to and um, spending a year in Cleveland's court system and seeing these cases come in and out some are just DWI's and
0: yeah
1: you know some uh, Husband and wife not getting along, the domestic stuff. You know what I mean. And because every once in a while you get you get something like this episode that she came out with about the bar fight, and it's just about like it. It really is good at the end of this episode to see how different people look at a case like this. Like the people who who try it, the lawyers on both sides. It's just another case, and just do what we got to do, get rid of it. But to the people involved, it's, it's, it's everything. Yeah. It's life or not, maybe not death, but it, it, it can can affect their lives for the rest of their lives. So, and that's really what it's coming across as is the whole disconnect between how we're just filing these, these court cases through because we're so backlogged, not really caring about the people that are actually involved in it and how much it affects them. So it's it's a different type of uh, All right, season I'll listen to I it feel, feel. It. but it was yeah. good. It, there's two. I think she released two episodes. I think right I just saw that. episode
0: three is out. I just love and three's, out. three's already out. It just came okay. out today.
1: All right. Yeah. So um, it was good. It was good. So uh, because season two kind of felt flat towards the end. I don't know if you listened to the whole thing. Um, no,
0: I actually never even got. To, I listened to the really first right. three or four. I mean, it was interesting,
1: but then I just it was one like it was about it was the cool Bird dog eye cool. in Iraq. Yep. Um, I won't go into it, but they they he was a POW for five years and the, the episodes where they talk about what he went through was like riveting um and then once they get past that kind of
0: see that's where yeah I, I went through the whole how he got captured and all that i got through all that but then it was just like eh. yeah yeah so um and you know just we're talking about podcasts one podcast i've been listening to is fat man beyond which is kevin smith and his good buddy that used to be yeah. called fat man on batman yeah. but they just rebranded to fat man beyond and i've listened to like the three most recent episodes and really? i've listened in the past before every once in a while like when a marvel movie comes out i'll pop it on and i kind of hear what he's saying but i'm hooked dude like i, it's good. I love kevin smith man i mean awesome. those that don't know chris and i were huge and we still are huge kevin smith oh, fans. Yeah. but uh like back in the 90s and all that man and in high school we just loved clerks oh, and God. all that stuff um uh, but to, just to hear him talking and geeking out i mean the the pretty much hit that podcast i'm listening to it and i'm like Yep, that's the enthusiast's life, but better. <laughs> so, actually, you know what? Don't go listen to Fat Man Beyond. Just listen to this show. Yeah, it's the only yeah, show yeah. you need to be listening to. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it was cool. Like, he's going to film an episode of Supergirl next week, and you hear him talking about that. His co-host, I, I don't know the guy's name, I can't think of it right now, is one of the writers on Castle Rock. So it's... And they just geek out about, I mean? yeah. about comics and, and they were talking about DC Universe one week. They were talking about Batman's penis one week. They were talking you know, like <laughs> all of that stuff. It's it's just it's great. It's Kevin Smith. Yeah, and they do it in front of a live audience, which is even better. Oh really? Yeah. So they there is a place specifically that they go and then sometimes they'll tour and go and do the show somewhere. But it's always they do a whole thing like a what you've been doing, basically. And they mm-hmm. do the news, and the news is always like three or four, just geeky news stuff, kind of like what we do. Mm-hmm. And then they take questions from the audience at the end. It's mm-hmm. always, each episode is like an hour and a half, two hours.
1: It's great. It's like our show, just better resources. Yes. Is, yeah. Basically. And we're going uh, to have Tom Hanks on our show next week. That's right. He'll be here. Yep. You know, did you see the, the picture that came out? Uh-uh. The, the, the first reveal of his, his, the movie that he's filming right now. Nope, he is playing Mr. Rogers.
0: You They're know doing what?
1: Mr. Rogers neighborhood movie. I want to
0: say in, I heard the movie was being developed, but I didn't know who was playing Mr. Rogers. That the, is the, perfect.
1: The first picture came out, and he's like sitting at like his trailer, um and he's in like the red sweater. And oh my it, god,
0: man! I, it, gotta, it's I gotta look like,
1: this up right now. You just um, Google it, yeah. Wow, just do awesome. Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers.
0: There it is. it popped up right away. Tom Hanks, yep. Mr. Rogers.
1: Yeah, you see the picture yet? Uh, yep, show? there
0: it is. Himself. <laughs> oh, How
1: great is that, man? Which that documentary is supposed to be like one of the best documentaries of the of the year. I think it's called Won't You Be My Neighbor. And it's all about Mr. Wow. Rogers, and Mr. Rogers David.
0: That's crazy. I mean
1: he's perfect. Perfect. For it. It. Perfect. Wow. perfect. So all good.
0: right, well, let's wrap it up there, guys. Uh, thank you, everybody here, for making us part of your week. As always, don't forget, we will be back next week talking some more comics and, uh, I'm sure, some more news coming out. You know, we didn't talk about the Sony backing down and letting crossplay with Fortnite. Fortnite oh. continues. To, I mean, we're, I don't even want to go into it now, but, yeah, obviously, Fortnite mm-hmm. continues to be a beast. I got to hear all this morning how Season 6 of Fortnite dropped today and the kids in the car. You remember, I drive my kids to school and this other couple's kids
1: Wait, there's all seasons to Fortnite? Dude, what do you mean? Seasons. What do you mean there's seasons to Fortnite? Every How does season,
0: that work? they drop what's called the battle pass that you spend money for, and then there's all these challenges. And as you go on, you unlock new skins. When um, does the season start? Just whenever they decide they want to start it. And and they, they change the map up. There's new skins to buy. There's new things on the map.
1: Uh, dude. That's brilliant.
0: I When I... When I I feel bad right. today. Every time we pull up to our friend's house, we pull up and uh, you know, I get out of the car and I open the trunk to my, to my car so they can put their backpacks in. And then one <laughs> kid comes out. He's like, Hey, did you see the season six of Fortnite came out? I said, yeah. He goes, what do you think of it? I just went. Pfft. <laughs> 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 afterwards I was like, I shouldn't have did that.
1: <laughs> to an 11 year old or 12 year old. 12 year
0: old. So. <laughs> 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 Stupid me. You know, they're talking about it. And my son sits in the front with me and they're talking, like, oh, well, they added this. And I said, well, what did they add that changed the game? And he's like, well, you know, they added this new skin. I'm like, yeah, but does anything change the game? Like, what? what like, I'm purposely like grilling him to try to get him to realize, like, yeah. you know, they did nothing to the game. And I'm like, did they release Paragon within the game? My son's like, no, Dad, did, Paragon got canceled.
1: <laughs> yeah. when he goes, what do you think of it? I just go, <laughs> So dumb. That kid has now dropped out of school because you just <laughs> ruined his life. She it's like,
0: kid, go play some Destiny, man. Like, play something that – I don't know. I, I'm, oh, I'm oh just, my God. That is actually just train just is killing me. And, dude, I'm at the epicenter constantly. I mean, because yeah. the one – he has a phone. That my, my son does. We don't let him have a phone. He doesn't need a phone. But that kid has a phone because he plays on an after-school soccer team. So they bought him a mm-hmm. phone. So if he needs to call because nobody's at the school – and first thing every morning, it's like my son goes on at eight o'clock is when the store like resets at night. So a lot of times yeah. at night, he just says, can I just see what's new in the store?" Yep, you can go look at it, whatever. The other kid, he looks in the mornings in our car, in my car. So You're then right. the whole conversation every single oh day is what is new in Fortnite. And today was like <laughs> Christmas because it was <laughs> season six and they're just going bananas.
1: So, you know, what you do. You just put that van on cruise control, dial it up to 78 and get to school as fast as you can. So <laughs> you can the car. Just or like just Navy take drive. my hands
0: off the wheel? We're going off this cliff, kids. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap it up on that note, guys. As always, thank you here for making us a part of your week. Tune Make in sure all you again.
1: watch uh, SNL this week. Adam Driver's hosting.
0: Oh, the premiere?
1: Yep, the premiere.
0: Nice. All right. Yep. Yeah, sweet. All right, everybody. Well, thank you again. And with that, we'll catch you next week.
1: See you, Jason. Later.
0: Marble Unlimited. Marble Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs>